I do love Mavs. They make me laugh out loud. I mean, they are funny. Really? Yes. Buckle up, baby. The kings of controversy are on the microphone. It is time for another episode of Matt and Andrew versus Society. What's up, you guys? What's 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 up, you guys? In deed. In deed. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Back at it. A little later than usual because we were doing something we're busy. We have important. lives. Yeah. We have other. <laughs> we're we're busy. We're too busy to be talking on the Internet. We were talking on the Internet. <laughs> yeah, but we weren't talking about our real life. We were talking about the fake imaginary life we're creating with a group of. No, it's. It's going to be my real life. I'm gonna be so. I'm gonna become so invested. This is my life now. This is me now. Uh, yeah, thinking about going pro, D and D pro. One session, zero session, and I think I have mastered it. I'm ready to DM. <laughs> it goes down in the DMs. That's all I really know. So, which so what's like up, fun. dude? Nothing. Um. Just hanging out, not not playing D and D tonight. So, you know, sucks. Shitty night, worst night of my life. Yeah. So, uh, in case it's not abundantly clear, (laughs) uh, we didn't record. (laughs) We didn't record on Sunday because we joined a D and D. What is it? Guild sesh. Uh, I think it's a posse, right? Did we decide on a posse? We rustled up a Dungeons and Dragons posse. We're a D and D posse, and we're not to be fucked with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's a a team. <laughs> is it a team? What do is, is it a is it a pack? Pack of virgins. Ooh, a pack. A pack is cool. Yeah, that like, sounds like you're fucking shit up. Like we're like wolves. Like if you roll in a pack, that's like Mm -hmm. that. That implies a level of danger. Yeah, packs. Where if you're in a team, that just means you're like there's some there's some cohesiveness that implies you practice. Yeah, like you're not like you're just not naturally. I don't know. You're not a pack. Yeah, pack is cool. Pack pack is a little scary. God mm-hmm. squad, uh, it's a god squad. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I like posse. Posse mm. sounds like we might uh, spontaneously break into like a rap. Oh, see, I think way different. Like, I think I think that it sounds like I'm which I like where your head's at. Posse. Like a posse cut, um, which is usually a a song that features. Four or more MCs, um, but I'm thinking of like the old West. Like we're a posse. Ooh, that's okay. what I think Gun of when slingers? you're saying when you keep saying posse. I'm like, oh yeah, we're we're slinging guns. 
All right, so Indy is in chat, and Indy is our, our DM, so she's mm-hmm. saying it's a pack, so that's what we are. We are okay. a pack, we and we're going one. on a campaign. Um, we're hitting the campaign to trail. fight other posses. Yeah. Hitting the campaign uh, And trail. by in chat, mm-hmm. I mean people are watching this live right now at twitch.tv backslash bestfriends420. Uh, and if you can't mm-hmm. tell from this, the beginning of this hot, hot conversation we're having, hot, hot, Andy cunt. and I are officially now in a D and D game. We are involved in a campaign mm-hmm. as players. Mm-hmm. I am a elf, a wood elf monk, who has a criminal background. And Andy, I, who are you? I'm a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> a dragon, a dragonborn rogue with a criminal background, um, which apparently we found out funny. later is a very unusual combination. Yeah, yeah, which I'm excited about, which is even better because I didn't do that on purpose, but I just can't help but make dumb choices. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. So, Thomas <laughs> class. Wait. What are, what are people Wait, saying? Wait, was that at me? So chat's coming oh, too, and I agree. Okay. Uh, being a DM in Dungeon... DN stands for Dungeon Masters, for any noobs out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, being okay. a DM in, D- in D&D does sound, uh, does sound difficult. Or not even sounds. I got to experience a little bit of it on Sunday night. Uh, it, it does sound like a challenge. It sounds like a challenge. And a, yeah. a lot of work. So thank you so much, it Andy, does. For, uh, yeah. for, for doing that. And actually just putting up with us, because... It feels like I know supposedly there, there's six of us in this campaign. Five of us were on the call, yeah. not including the DM. Um, it seems like even though we're all beginners, there's very much different levels of beginner. Uh, yeah, I didn't believe for one second that Mancake was a beginner. I still don't. I actually. don't. I honestly don't. I yeah. think Mancake has been playing like consistently since he was like 12 oh, because yeah it's been confirmed i feel like you know you know when someone's so good at something they can ask a question but that question's actually informing the teacher that they missed something that like oh i'm gonna f- put this in the <laughs> form of a question but it's actually just giving you uh giving you some fuel yeah to to explain something that you forgot right and so i feel like i feel like that's what was happening uh, with Mancake's questions, because as we were talking about off off the recording, yeah, his questions were were uh, more confusing than the rules, and the rules <laughs> were pretty damn confusing. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, yeah, the rules are definitely nonsense. I can't. Uh, I can't help. But the- part of me is excited, but the other part of me feels like we're being taken for a ride because. No one could ever possibly know those rules. Well, it's no, starting that, to make sense because D&D, I really knew nothing about it, except I knew that it was like the the kind of the elevator pitch of it is right. Like you're it's all like this made up and the <laughs> limit is your imagination. Yeah. Right. I don't think that's the actual elevator pitch, but that's kind of what I thought of it. And to me, it like didn't make that. I was like, how could that be? Like if there's no if you're playing this game and there's not rules set, but yet everyone seems to live to follow these certain rules and now actually learning it and understanding all the different roles and choices and character sheets and, and all that stuff. I'm like, okay, like it kind of clicked for me. Yeah. Uh, 
click for me there. Because I think of all of us, I would say I was starting off at like a pure zero as far as knowing literally nothing. Mm-hmm. I think, I, tell me, I think you live in the, I'm not saying you were definitely next close to me. You were yeah, close to me as yeah, far as I don't scale. have Maybe any like idea what was happening. But you, first of all, just in general, you have a better like cultural just understanding of a lot of things like that. Like it's like, that was how it always was with video games. And I think so you, you just had, but I'm, I don't know. I'm just saying that I really like, like the words being said were completely new to me. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I've, I, and I know you've played, um, role-playing games before. Like I know you, I know you, I think you played, Fallout 4 and didn't like it and didn't get far in it. I don't know if you've played Fallout any. 4 is role playing? No, it it's definitely has oh, those it has those elements though of Oh, like you mean like an RPG how to, yeah, I guess how to build a character. I was thinking of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I there are role playing games. I'm also, trying to think of like what's a I didn't I I didn't like Fallout 4, but I wouldn't say I, I disliked it because of the RPG aspect of it. Mhm. I just thought it was a little, it was like kind of boring. I mean, it's just, it's not as good as New Vegas. That's yeah. for sure. No, I, right. I'm not saying you didn't like it because of that, because also there's very few RPG elements be, beyond, uh, what's it called? Beyond like building your character and like leveling up and what to like invest in your character. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I I know what it is, but as far as actually like, I would I would put myself at absolute zero as well. So maybe you don't feel the same, but I was just like, I have no idea what's happening here. You know what? I think the only reason now that I'm thinking about it, I think the reason I think you had a little bit of a leg up on me is because of Skyrim. Uh, well. Because yeah. you've played a, a decent amount of Skyrim and I haven't. A decent amount. I've played way too much. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess so. But that's, I mean, that that has the, I guess it uses more of the words that D&D uses, but it's kind of the same idea as um, Fallout at this point, right? Where it's, it just is, it, it has RPG elements, but because of its backdrop, like I had, I had heard of Dragonborns before. I didn't know there were actual dragons. I guess now that you're saying Fallout 4, I guess I see what you mean with that being like a D&D thing. Like basically like there is the the game developers have created this journey for you mm-hmm. to go on and they've selected your character to an extent. Right. Um but everything like else how you do how you choose to to get to the end of the story is up to you. Yeah, but also even so Fallout and Rob can probably correct me if I'm wrong, but Fallout and um, I think the Elder Scrolls originally were um, like turn-based RPG computer games. So like, you know how we, our okay. speed is like 30, so we can move, was it six squares? That's right. like, that's how those games used to be. Like, okay, when it's your turn, you can move a certain amount on this grid and stuff like that. At least okay. So yeah, it was even, it was like actually, it was actually like 
a role playing game. And now it's kind of like this weird tweener space leaning more towards shooters. Action RPG, Mm -hmm. I think, is another term I've heard before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which uh, which is more my my maybe not more my speed because you actually um, liked uh, the Outer Worlds. I was going to say the Outer Worlds is probably I'm trying to think the Outer Worlds is probably the most RPG like mm-hmm. game RPG like game that I've ever played. I'm, I'm sh- maybe there's another one in there, but that's probably the one. Yeah, I would say. And I loved the Outer Worlds. I I really liked that game a lot. And I played that game on the Switch where yeah. it ran fucking horribly. So you know I liked it because <laughs> the load screens were nuts. <laughs> That's a good The point. graphics were bad. That's the load point. screens were crazy long. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know I like that shit. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's a very good point. I didn't even finish it because of the load screens. <clears throat> yeah, they were so like there was multiple times playing the game. I was like, I, I was like, this is broken. It froze. It's frozen. <laughs> and then it would load. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Mr. Donuts is saying so bad. The switch, the yeah, what up, Donuts? and also 100 percent agree. So so with D&D, dude, I'm, I'm very excited up, because. I was excited going into yesterday, but yesterday I would say I was even more excited because mm. I got a taste mm. and it's sort of like killing. I, I like it, Once you have a taste, like for I it. said, <laughs> when we started this conversation, I was like, you know, I didn't know how, how much improv there was mm-hmm. in the game, or at least how I much I'm guessing there is. Cause we didn't like really get too far and we were focusing on learning how to play within the, a game in like a real a, a game time environment but yeah it becomes uh, the very, very intro <laughs> where like the very intro indie had yeah. set up this like fake event right where to get us practicing how a battle would work and and uh it starts with like she was like like an event happening right she's like pretending to be someone in the world knocking on the door begging to get into our pack house yeah and uh from there it like the like i just felt so at home i guess like back it's been so long since i've done improv but for people who've been listening to this podcast for a while it was like such a huge part of my life for years for years and it kind of like trailed off of it at the start of covid really and a little bit before that just life in new york but uh damn when that was happening i I don't it just got me really excited because i had real that like it made me realize like oh there's a lot of like conversational elements of this that are completely like off the cuff and Mm -hmm. and that's true it brought me back to doing the pot like the we i i used to do a a improv podcast uh back when i was living in chicago with scotty boy and uh, it brought it just completely like brought me back to that to like the spoken word improv i don't know that sounds probably nerdy and lame but it's a long way of saying You're i'm ready. really excited for that <laughs> that aspect of the game and to get to like riff with everybody and mm-hmm. do the voice even though some people uh people that might be in chat right now didn't want to do a voice but i'm doing a, i'm doing at the least funny a, thing a, a is the person who asked that was hoping the answer would be no and my thought in that strategy is you just don't bring it up you just don't say anything like you're dealing with a couple noobs don't even don't even bring up like doing voices 
Actually, that's so true too. If you would have just told me that's like you just don't do that in this game, like that's just not yeah, a thing. Yeah, I would like, like oh, I okay. don't think we would have thought about it like immediately because, especially because we, you and I, at least, were getting a lot of information. I know it's all stuff Mancake's very familiar with. <laughs> he probably like wrote the book. I can't believe he's declaring himself. I mean, I believe him when he says it, but I just when he said that he then he's saying that he's never played before or is a noob it's like it's total bullshit <laughs> i'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt there's no way <laughs> uh but to bring this full circle speaking of indie our dungeon master mm-hmm. who's who's created this dnd experience for us indie who's one of our our like most frequent viewers here on twitch um and you know now just overall now just friend Friend well, we'll show, see how we'll see how the campaign goes. We'll see how the campaign goes. We'll we'll see we'll start throwing out the effort. Indy, I think, found this podcast. So mm-hmm. India was like one of our first ever Twitch viewers. Mm-hmm. Like I remember it was like one of the first times we ever booted up Twitch and I was playing Skater XL like <laughs> to nobody oh, on like yeah. a Sunday afternoon. And Indy was there and she was like, Oh yeah, I I listened to Mavs podcast. And I was like, Who are you? We I thought I knew everyone who listened to Mavs Podcast. Mm-hmm. And it turned out she ended up finding Mavs Podcast through uh Chicago Style Improv, the podcast I did, which is so she was a listener, at least for some of the episodes, uh, which is so fucking cool. I don't know. Like yeah. how, how so what I was gonna say back. um earlier is that at this point, I feel like we're so like far removed, like from understanding like the actual podcast numbers or anything like that. Like I, I don't. Oh, we haven't look looked at, at it in years. But like since, especially like we've been on Twitch for a year now, and like since we moved to this, like this, these are the people that we interact with the most um, on Twitch.tv/slash Best Friends Four Twenty. Um, that. I don't think these people even realize how much you were doing improv back in the day. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cause a lot, like I know a oh, lot yeah, of people yeah. who, who we knew listened when we would put the show out on Tuesday and not, and, and it's just you and I recording it off of Skype. Um, and now I, d- I don't really know who, who still listens like that at this point. But I know the people that we interact with more regularly probably aren't familiar with that part. Yeah. 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 Crazy. Yeah. It was like my whole fucking life for a while in Chicago. At least the last few years in Chicago, that's like that was my I was fully trying to to make it. It was really sad. And we're all. Oh, I wish I, I, I wish I hadn't bre- brought it up. It's just really sad. But no. yeah, no, I, I I'm pumped to I'm pumped to do D and D now. Yeah. Getty says now I'm curious to know more. What do you want to know? What do you want to know? There's uh, so I well we have the whole we can talk about the whole story. I don't think we have too much else to talk about because it goes the story starts with Andrew and I actually. Mm-hmm. The story mm-hmm. the beginning of this story is the two of us. So mm-hmm. uh, right after I graduated college. I was studying for my CPA test and I just like really wanted, well, it also was Andrew and I were roommates, right? And yeah. we would spend pretty much a hundred percent of our time 
talk making up things and just talking <laughs> and like literally watching I, television I like this and like making jokes or yeah or making up fake movie plots and making up just fake stories that we thought would be funny movies but we didn't yeah. really thought we didn't really think they'd be good movies. We just thought they'd be funny to us in the moment. No, I think um, they're good. I think they're good. <laughs> but we were just like, we would just riff all the time. And yeah. we thought we were good. We thought we had, we were like, well, you know who would be the best writers of anything? Us. Yeah. We um, know what we're doing. So this you is what we were in Chicago. <laughs> and we signed up for the kind of ties to like, I, I was taking the CPA exam. I was like, I fucking hate this. I need to do, I want to do something fun. Mm -hmm. And so I, we signed up for writing class at second city. So Andrew and I went through the writing class at second city. And then, uh, your life kind of, at that so, point you started, yeah, I'll let you, I don't know. So, uh, well, on, on the subject of the writing class, I took, um, this would have been I like, like this was before the podcast started. Yeah. So this is we're talking like nine, nine years ago, maybe. I would say, yeah, like nine, ten years ago. Yeah. And Bobby was there. Um, Bobby was there. Yeah. He Bobby was one of <laughs> was riffing with us as well. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we all were. We we're we we're very uh, we're funny. So deal with it. Jilf was there banging Rob. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> we watched <laughs> we were there um so there was um like it, it was just it was too expensive for me to like go back to back so i think i did like the first two sessions we were in together and then took like a session or two off and then i got back into it but by then like i just i uh, and it's not it's it's probably more my fault than anyone else's. But like I just never felt like I like clicked and I didn't really enjoy it as much as like I like the collaboration aspect of it. And I like that we got to like work together and bounce ideas off each other and and well work, maybe not the right word. But um, I just never really like clicked with anyone in those classes again so it just kind of it wasn't yeah. a bad it wasn't a bad experience but when i was done with it i was like all right um i was also uh probably within a like year after that i was in in flow rider yeah because you had also moved out of this for your last year or so in in the chicago area you had moved out to brookfield yeah so it was not as easy uh dude i don't you know think that was like six months and it just felt like oh really a long time at the time yeah oh um but so i agree with you on the writing class too because the writing class like i had fun with it i stuck mm -hmm. with it but it was a lot of like homework because the only way you were going to get anything out of the writing class is if you at between each class you were like legitimately writing stuff which I'm not, i know we did but like yeah. it's hard to keep up with and so a lot of the people in the writing classes that I was talking to were also doing improv and they're like, Hey, this is really fun. You should do improv. Yeah. And so at that time I was like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Like, so I said, <laughs> I don't care. Improv. I stuck with that a lot, a lot more because, uh, it was, you just had to show up, you know, like there was yeah. no, no pre write You just show up to class and you do improv. There was no preparation at all. Um, and so I ended up doing the whole, like, all levels of Second City, doing their, like, graduation 
and then we went on. on. That's where I met Scott in those classes. Mm-hmm. Scott is who I hosted the improv podcast with mm-hmm. during that time. You and I started the podcast. We're soon after we start. I, we started taking those classes. We started the podcast. Yeah. And since I was like into podcasting and knew how to do it, found my and I loved improv, started doing the improv podcast where we did 100 episodes of that once a week back in Chicago, where we'd have two different guests from like the improv community. Um, and we had some like pretty we have some some it, I mean, that show was so fun. Um, like this show's fun, but that show is no, I'm kidding. Um <laughs> No, that show is super fun because we actually for a while were doing it in like a legit studio. Um, yeah, and Peach that was pretty cool. Felt Wait, profesh. didn't they do? Wasn't their whole thing? They had like a popular D and D. Yeah, they were that kind so of like this. Kept the, the reason we got to do there. the studios because through improv. That's funny. Uh, through improv, it. I met this dude who was like, who ran this whole studio and in his, they were on early Twitch. Like I didn't even fully understand. They were in that same studio. They had like, they were doing like live D and D streams. They did a lot of board game streams on Twitch. Mm -hmm. And so they were, this would have been 2015. That's pretty crazy. 2015. So they were like early on in Twitch. And I think that he got, he was doing pretty well from mm-hmm. that he had like a series of shows um so not all of them were maybe on twitch but either way i don't know and he let us basically use the studio we were like part of his like collective and i think he was like hope he was like kind of betting on us letting us use the studio and everything um for the pod that we but like we just never we we were like way too lazy to actually try and be anything like special but also not good enough. But it also was a lot of work. Like you had to get two people every week. It was a lot of work. I can't looking back, I can't believe I did that for a whole year. Yeah. Like because yeah, I was doing all the editing. I was doing wait, you're not in the studio right now. <laughs> I was doing all the editing. I was mostly getting the guests. Um, because I just had more connections because I was doing more improv than Scott was. Um and then had to get to the studio every week after work. And, and yeah, um, it was a cool premise though. So the show, if you watch like the last, I don't know, when did we start doing the television thing? At least like probably before halfway. So the premise of the show was we would have these two people. Um, they would come to the studio and before we would record, we'd watch a like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd, we'd watch their favorite childhood television show uh and then after finishing the episode of the show we would go into the studio and record and do just improv all kind of inspired from the 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 show we just watched from the episode and so it just it could be loosely inspired or closely but it was just like long form improv so we would do scenes that would last anywhere from like you know five to 15 minutes and we would do you know, three or four of those in an episode and four or five, maybe. And, and that was the whole, that was the whole show. The music won't stay on. <laughs> like I just it, off. it drives me nuts when this happens. Cause I don't understand why something with Spotify and discord, just not yeah, communicating, not, but not, uh, not being cool. I have no idea. So every time it happens, it's yeah. kind of funny to me. 
And Andrew was on one episode. This is I when was. he was living That's in true. Florida, so we didn't see him as much. But he was on an episode with Jesse, who is uh, he lives in L.A. now, st- trying to be an actor and actually having some decent success at it as far as commercials and stuff. He, yeah, I remember. He's one of the funniest dudes I've ever met. His Instagram account is hilarious. He, I really, honest to God, remember the first time I saw him, like when we went to like a either after class show or something at second city. Like he has this magnetism about him and he's hilariously funny. So mm-hmm. I'm not he surprised is. he's fine. I think I mean, remember, I think I even remember that what you're, what you're remembering. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was, so anyway, so, aside from the podcast, I was doing yeah, like, yeah. I was on improv teams. I, I was on a team that performed every Saturday night uh at this place called the improv den in chicago and we that was for like a year and a half probably i was on that team mm-hmm. and on a few other teams did uh there's we we could watch it i don't have we ever watched one of those youtube videos yeah not the yeah not the the one watched on stream um i i feel like we watched the uh suicide hotline one but i like the beer pong ones naturally <laughs> yeah we can yeah. watch we, we watch it on stream i don't remember that i feel okay, like we did. So yeah, maybe we, i'm completely I did, wrong i did like it was cool i was doing like a lot of creative types there were like trying to create content either like shorts or movies independent movies so i got to act in a lot of them and a lot of stuff through that just like knowing people and he says jesse episode is my favorite yeah he was a bad like he was on he was our the guest well he was also like our best friend but he was a very frequent guest just mm-hmm. because well and he lived with yeah. Scott so you could just kind of He lived with Scott. In. He was our he was like our best bud but he his episodes were <laughs> All right, we need fun. help. Get in here. Yeah. But yeah. um doesn't it Yeah. Doesn't that Hopefully this doesn't bring you down, but doesn't that seem so far away? Oh yeah. I mean like <laughs> That seems forever ago, yeah. but really like, cause then I moved to New York and I kept doing it. I was, mm-hmm. I moved to New York and I signed up for classes and tried to like get in to the community there to do it. Um, I could see myself still one day doing it again, but I was already kind I actually, I was, I was by the end of it before COVID I was doing like, I was on a team with this one other guy. So we would do two person improv stuff. And then, I was coaching a team that I'd met out there and that was pretty much it. It was already kind of like just weeding off of it, but mainly like getting older in that it's a tough community community to stay in or like, cause improv is dude, like it's not, it's for a lot of it's like not glamorous as you can imagine. You're like Mm -hmm. doing shows in front of very small crowds. If you want to do shows or you're getting invited to shows, they would be like at 9 PM on a Tuesday night, you know, or midnight on Fridays at like, if you do, you're doing like these shows in front of people. And as you get older, it's just like, when I moved, by the time I moved to New York, I was like, I was having fun taking classes and meet and doing all that. But like everyone in class who was like gung ho about it, were like, Oh, we're doing this show. It's, super late you know like i was just like i don't want to do that <laughs> no no thank you I, i'm not gonna I do that so it just it got harder to stay involved with but like i didn't i'm not like sad i stopped but yeah. i'm also super happy i did it 
And oh yeah. I could see myself doing it again sometime if just, you know, to like meet people and, and do something fun. Mm -hmm. That does feel like a long time ago. Yeah. But it's, well, it, it's funny to me cause I don't feel like, like that was a long time ago, but it also doesn't feel like, um, I don't know. I guess I just don't feel old. I'm about to be 34, but I don't know. It doesn't bother me. And I just feel like, oh, that feels like a long time ago. But I don't I don't feel like I'm falling apart yet. I don't know. I don't know yeah. No, I mean, between moving to New York and then like COVID mm -hmm. and now moving here, it feels like forever ago. And even though I did it in New York, the, the Chicago years were like, because of the, the podcast, and because years. of... Uh, just how much I was invested in it. Like that yeah. is why that's a hundred improv is definitely why I got fired from my job in Chicago. Wait, really? Before I moved to New York. I mean, not directly, I thought it was cause you're an idiot. I got laid off because they like had lot, they lost a massive client. They needed to fire yeah. people. But I always kind of felt like I knew that my boss was very happy to have that excuse to get rid of me. <laughs> really? I'm not even know. kidding. I didn't I, know but this. It's, I was a horrible employee because I was so wrapped up in the, which I don't, I'm not like saying I wish I was a better employee. I don't give a shit, yeah, but amen to that. I was so wrapped up in the, in, in the whole like comedy scene at that time. Like I was doing stuff after work every day. Like I would some, I would be have to leave early all the time or I would leave like right at five and it was and and then like during work, I'd just be like fucking chatting with people about shows and all this stuff and so i don't know yeah he says super cool i wouldn't have guessed you would have done something like that also you say that was so long ago but i my wife like 11 years ago ah that's cute oh yeah i mean no, it I doesn't mean, it doesn't feel like this bygone era until you start talking about specifics locations where everyone was living then it then it's like you know you kind of take um you take note in your head is like okay well yeah i was living in florida i remember coming home and because i remember we did um we uh for a while there every time that you and i would see each other we would record a podcast and it feels like Scott was always there, um, mm -hmm. which I don't mean is a bad thing, but it was just one of those things where it's like we do this like um, I remember the three of us going to Peach Pit and recording. And then obviously yeah. when you move to New York, um, you, you just like you take stock of like, OK, because uh, I know you had what, three apartments in New York. And yeah. Yeah, just just all these little markers you're just kind of like keeping track of. It was before that, and it was before that, and mm -hmm. it was before that. Mm -hmm. It's funny you bring that up because I just at work today. Uh, this my big my big assignment for the day. Yeah, <laughs> uh, was pod. They I, I they wanted me to put together all the new hires had to put together what I had never heard of this. Are you familiar with what a pechacucha is? No. P e c h a K U C H A. Let me know in chat if anyone's yeah. familiar with the Pecha Kucha. It, all it is is like it's like an icebreaker get to know you thing where 
you're supposed to have 20 slides. Each slide just has to have one photo mm-hmm. on it, somehow connected to you. Japanese and on each slide, for you're chit-chat. supposed to talk for 20 seconds. So 20 seconds per 20 slides, one photo each. And mm-hmm. it's just, now it seems kind of, kind of, I guess it's a, it's an interesting way to have to yeah. think that people do to like, so on when I, for, when I do my first like team meeting with my, like my, my pod of people, um, my posse, no, no, no. I, they're not involved. They're not involved. I will like present it. So, yeah. But, uh, as I was doing that, I kind of, it, it kind of became like just more of a timeline plus my hobbies. You're in there. Bobby's in there. Good. The picture of us at So's wedding is there, and then nice. the picture of me and you at the Bucks game is there. Ah, okay. Because I remember when you <laughs> asked me for that, I was like, "What is? What is he <laughs> going to do funny. this?" Uh, and uh, you hate pictures. As I was making it, I, like I realized, I'm like, "Damn, my life!" Because because it goes from like, uh, "Here's where I went. To, here's where I'm from. Here's where I went to college. Uh, here." Chicago life and then I go to New York life and then I kind of go to that's how mine was like pushed plus like hobbies in there mm-hmm. but when I got to the Milwaukee life and I'm talking about like I, I have a house I am engaged I have two dogs like it really made me realize how much my life has changed you have a picture of your computer <laughs> <laughs> I didn't talk about I did not mention twitch or podcasting mm-hmm. But okay. I did put video games on there as like a hobby. Yeah, heard that. So nice. Well, that it. Uh, yeah, it does it's sound like, like a generic Tamagotchi, as Indy said. But um, that does that is kind of cool. That seems that seems cooler than like that's way better in DT. If she's still <laughs> in the room, in um, she like. The whole like name three things about you. She would, I think, she would rather die than ever do that. But maybe, <laughs> it is better because you get to maybe the pictures you get to control would, over it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, this is funny, and that reminded when I the first week on this job. So a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. they I was in those like generic like here introduction meetings, and they go around and. Tell me about yourself. And that part makes sense. It's fine. Like, tell, hey, go around. But then they yeah. always have to, everyone always feels like they have to add on something fun, mm-hmm. you know, to like, just explain to me who you are. But then it has to be, and maybe we'll do two truths and a lie. On two separate occasions in these early meetings, two separate meetings, there was someone that suggested, let's do two truths and a lie, like on the spot. And I'm like, wait, I have to like rattle my brain right now to no. think. No. Yeah. I, like that's dumb. That is stupid. Cause like you can't just make it super fucking obvious. Mm. You know, you can't blame. But I just found that weird. And also it's like it's like that. Why are you gonna have people do this? Yeah. Yeah, it's like don't I don't that was it in like was it people leading the like they were going to do it too. They were putting it? themselves on the meetings. Both meetings were like half new people, half not, but sure. it wasn't like only to the new people. It was just like, let's have the six people in this meeting get to know each other. And that mm-hmm. was instead of like, I also don't like the interesting fact. Yeah. Um, no, it's that's stupid. another one. I think that one came up, like give me an interesting fact about yourself. Like what? It also what feels so like, 
like loaded. anything interesting yeah, honestly i don't want to tell them <laughs> <laughs> interesting is also like subjective yeah like yeah i don't know like i have interesting stuff but i don't want you to know yeah i have interesting stuff but the most interesting thing about me is that i have a life outside of work uh interesting let's see uh i this morning i masturbated upside down yeah (laughs) two truths and a lie (laughs) yeah that is interesting well you can imagine why i don't want to share that yeah (laughs) yeah i have those boots i have those boots that (laughs) hang in a doorway you're training like batman but you're also a little horny it happens (laughs) (laughs) Uh. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't have an interesting fact. And I know some people always have one like queued up. I but. mean, I guess that's good. That's a good like good like best practice. Like, eh, let yeah. me have let me have something queued up. But, but to their credit, they actually went away from that. And yeah. They actually didn't do either. So I was happy that I didn't I didn't want to do it. Yeah. But. The interesting thing about me is once a week I'm gonna talk shit about you guys recording. <laughs> yep, that's no, I mean, true. That's the, like interesting about me is like yeah, like I do a podcast. I am, like to stream on Twitch. Two things I definitely am not gonna tell anyone. But that's you know I'm what's not funny. I know I don't tell anyone about either of these things anyway. But yeah. the reason I don't tell them is different. Like I specifically don't want them to find it. Yeah. I want to be untethered and be able to complain with, about you. <laughs> with this job, I wouldn't. At, with this, I've at, with this job, I actually wouldn't care. Like it's not. It's not anything I'm like gonna offer up. But if yeah. I was, if I became friends with someone at the job and talked to them a lot and had like maybe I would tell them. But the I think the one reason now I wouldn't necessarily want it to be just like open knowledge is yeah. because of our name. On <laughs> Which is probably stupid. I don't. I know no one actually cares there, but it, even though they don't care, it still would be like. I feel like it's a little bit. It's called what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it, but at the same time, like you're not at you're not at work when you're doing this, so it doesn't have to be professional. But no, and if I told them, I, I don't think anything happened to me. I don't yeah. anything. You know, I, I'm mm-hmm. not saying I, I'd lose my job or anything, but like, it just doesn't feel. It just doesn't feel right. No, it's it's totally that normal that there is any reason to. No, there's no reason to like offer it up. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. It is funny, though, because I feel like, um, you know, there's kind of like it, it's a joke at this point that like, oh, everyone like, oh, you have a podcast just like everyone else. I'm like, I feel like like and we're we're almost. 50 away from 500 but yeah yeah just like everyone. like we've been yeah. doing it a lot longer than than some of these other like even like more professional ones have i don't know if they now does anyone like i don't think but i don't when, even know if that's when a we joke started anymore. podcasting mm-hmm. it was very it was starting to become very popular for indie podcasts and probably already was popular and then indie indie podcasts were really taking off i feel like yeah we by taking off there was like a shit ton of them Mm -hmm. we started that but i'm wondering now do people still because when we were while we were podcasting especially i feel like in that first year Mm -hmm. how many podcasts we saw start and end 
within a few episodes, you know, yeah. just not sticking with it and kind of mm. giving up on it. Yeah. Like how many of those, I just don't know if that's still a thing. Like do people just either. do Twitch streaming instead? They just or try YouTube? something different. Yeah. I feel like back then it was like now, instead of like, Oh, I'm going to start a podcast. I feel like it's much more common to hear. I started a YouTube channel or I started streaming. Yeah. And it's also, so maybe it's, I'm wrong. Maybe, but it also, I do feel like the way that like technology moves and stuff is like, okay, like the barriers to entry come down a little bit with this like new generation of cameras, you know, it's the technology's better and a little cheaper to make. And like, I could get a, uh, a, you know, I can get a last gen one and like, you know, we got our microphones used on eBay. Um, and I feel like, you know, fast forward even five years. Yeah, we like, did. You know, there's there's even better use technology. Oh, we didn't know how to work anything. Coming available. No, not at it all. It took us so long. Yeah. It took us so long to fucking um, figure out how the audio stuff worked and how yeah. to. Yeah, that was tough because we had to use like the mixer. We didn't know any of that stuff. Yeah, now it is. And, and I think what people see, because it, it also comes from seeing, I think, like, just how many, I don't know. Just seeing a small amount of people make significant money. Exactly. Like, yeah, and right. you're seeing that on YouTube. Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at. And, uh, well, and I think now that's... I feel like the only person who, only people who would now start a podcast mm -hmm. are celebrities. D-list comics. Like, yeah, it's just like D-list celebrities who it's it is. It's something you do. It's like that's part of like like every show has a podcast. Yeah. Every television show. Yeah. Like even um, I haven't listened to it. I think I might. I'm a little curious, but like always Sonny has a podcast now with like the three, you know, Glenn Howard yeah. and Rob McElhinney. Yeah, it's just like and, an extension uh, of Day. something else now. And it's just Yeah. Yeah, it's it. everything is either like become an extension of our Twitch. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. We still try and do our best. We actually have gotten a lot better at either, in at least in my opinion, I think we've gotten better at not just like blindly reading chat or responding to chat without giving context. So yeah, we're pros. We're, we are. We're, we're pros. pros. So yeah. Yeah, um, but it does. It's funny because we it did feel like when we were podcasting, there were a bunch of people were like, you know, just random people would give it give it a try and get into it, and then it's slowly like, I think you know, people were like, oh, you can you can you can make some serious ad revenue on these things, and then it just became another like career like yeah. notch in your like you know this thing you have to do it's so annoying. I, I think now, now. It's like podcasts i think are now becoming for old for an older generation and i mm -hmm. i think the reason why podcasts what allowed podcasting to take off so much all those years ago was the like iphone getting more advanced yeah right the iphone all of a sudden had the ability to like you could store all this stuff on there and you could download it pretty quickly and you know and and now the advancements have led to like, cause back like when podcast started, you weren't watching YouTube on your phone or, or Twitch. Yeah. Twitch wasn't really a thing, but you weren't like, you know, and now you can do that. So people would just rather do that. I think than 
than podcasts for the most part. Um, so, uh, Mr. Brennan is here. He says, the more ads in a podcast, the less I want to listen, which... I couldn't agree with more, and let's uh, let's expand on that after the ad break. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just yeah. it's it's become a very like weird space. At least. All right, you later. Has. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, appreciate you. Um, but it is funny because I do feel like we were we had been doing it longer than not that it was not popular, but we we were doing it before it was one of those things where it's like, oh, if you want to be like, there's so many bad stand-up comics that do a podcast now. And they have the money behind them that that they get like, they get ad space and then people start to listen and then they get the ad revenue and it's just like, it's one of the things that you do. And then eventually you work your way up to a Netflix special. Mm-hmm. Even though you're not funny, I don't know. Yeah, or it's just like television shows. Like The Bachelor has a podcast. Oh God! You know what's the and worst is people who haven't like Seinfeld. If Seinfeld came out a little later, there is no doubt in my mind that Michael Richards and Jason Alexander would have like a rewatching podcast. Yeah, where like the two of them. <laughs> Oh yeah, it's always two people yeah. who were on who did it, who like, didn't, who uh, yeah. couldn't make anything happen after they were on this landmark show. Like half the office does like an office rewatch thing. Um, I know DT listens to what was this? Uh, One Tree Hill. The like, yeah, the women who were the stars on that show. They have a podcast where they rewatch episodes and talk about the show that they were on. <laughs> But see if you're I laugh, but like when Breaking Bad had a podcast and yeah. there'd be an episode that would come out after each Breaking Bad episode. And I was obsessed with Breaking Bad. It's but also Breaking, Breaking Bad and is I a would, lot more dense. Um, yeah. With a lot more real stakes and a lot more uh artistry behind it. And I don't mean that as a knock against some of these other shows, but like Every show doesn't need one of those. Every just like every show is not a Breaking Bad. Yeah, but everyone's doing uh, it now. I'm pretty sure there's a couple of guys who were on The Sopranos that are like doing a yeah, Sopranos yeah, show yeah, now. There like, is. Why? There is. Uh, I don't know. Mr. Maybe. Brennan says, "Plus, you guys have been away from each other for so long. It's a great way to stay connected." That's a great yeah. point because we've talked about that. Like, I this has honestly once. After our first like year of doing this, I feel like while we love doing it, we started sounds bad. We started trying less. Like we weren't on, we weren't as active on Twitter about like trying to find other indie podcasts. We got really we good like, at it. I trying to create, yeah, we got we 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 perfected it. Uh, we stopped like in the earlier days. We would try and like create different segments all the time. We'd have a lot of guests on the episodes that we'd interview. Uh, we were always like trying out different things. Yeah. And eventually, once you like, even before you moved, we started falling into like what it is now, where we just like are literally going to recap what whatever talk about our week or talk about whatever yeah. is at top of mind. Yeah. And uh, it really is because it became just this way of like catching up. Yeah, you know, 
back Absolutely. when we were doing it the other way, we were living together. So all our stories would have been like the same. Yeah. But now it <laughs> yeah. became yeah. it became catching up and well, I it, wonder actually if we both still lived in Chicago, like we never moved. Yeah. You never moved to Florida. I never moved to New York. Um, I wonder if we'd still be doing this podcast. I like in, I would in a say funny way when you move. Not I would say not like this, first and foremost. I would say it'd go one of two ways. Either we'd stop doing it or we would have retooled it into something unrecognizable to what it is right now. Just because, yeah. like you said, like we would need like we had these like planned segments and we would try or things. Or it like once a month or something. Yeah, we would even go to uh um go I remember like we actually went to a coffee shop once to try and figure things out. Um like like plan some stuff. And uh yeah. Mr. Brennan, Lisa Ann has been on the show before. She <laughs> did Rob and Jess's birth announcement. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I it's because well, I don't know if we would have been as open because once you moved, yeah. The other thing that was tough, which now it's easy with like Discord and everything, but mm -hmm. one thing that was tough is like actually recording it through Skype. I think the first app we ever yeah. used Skype. We used Skype and then we were using FaceTime for a while. Yep. And then we found Discord through Twitch, really. Yeah. Which is actually, but, I think, been the best one. I don't. If we still both live in the same city, and like let let's say we're like we're not living in the same apartment anymore, it would have been. I don't think we would have been as open to like doing the the doing it virtually. So we would have tried to do it in the same space every time, and that yeah. would have been like difficult. That would have gotten hard. Yeah, to do sure. every week. Um. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's really weird to think about like the fact that. We, you moved further away probably was the best thing to happen yeah. to the podcast. Well, that's why I did it. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> Never told anyone this before. It's a great weight off my shoulders. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I, I, I think you're right. And I think that, yeah, I, I don't think that it would have been what it is now. It would have been, we either would have, tried different things or just stop trying altogether. Yeah. But yeah, it's a good time. I would have been a little of both. Yeah. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just, I'm laughing about how I really think if Seinfeld ended in like 2010, there probably would have been like 200 episodes of a um, <laughs> of a podcast where Kramer and George watch shows together. Yeah, I'm convinced. We got a raid happening here by Tato, which I think is a JT friend. Thank oh, you, Tato. Really? What's also up? Uh, Box MX yeah. Box. What up? Dot edu. Well, that's a scholarly person Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Yeah. Ooh, how about I, I? Not that I care, but it was kind of fun seeing the Packers lose uh, in the playoffs. That oh yeah, that was great. But that I was. I wish the Bills were. Uh, that sucked. Yeah. 
please uh, I'm just gonna ban you. <laughs> I didn't even that was just dumb. I don't trust you. If you if you're a nice person, you can message me and, and ask for the unban. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll pick the hammer back up, but we, we're yeah. quick to drop it. Uh yeah, Packers losing was was cool. Sean Payton retiring was not cool. Very surprised. Oh yeah, I saw that today. Yeah. Just when yeah. I felt we were getting hitting it off pretty well, me and him. He just goes <laughs> and quits. Throws in the towel. No. Yep. Um uh, I actually was very surprised, but um I don't know. I actually watched his entire press conference, which is not something I really do that often, I guess. Like, are like, you ever an after game press conference guy when it comes to teams you like, like Pelicans, Saints, you Pelicans? Yeah. Well, that's the the other thing that I was kind of thinking even after I said it out loud, like something like that. I would probably not watch like an announcement or something like that. Um, but I just was I don't know. I uh, I wanted to. Uh, I was curious. I wanted to watch it. Um, but yeah, I I actually saw something yesterday that was just so funny to me because it's very much like <laughs> it's not the only thing I care about. But the way that I listen to sports podcasts, you'd think that I was like I just lived and died by by sports. Because <laughs> that's I, funny. Yeah, I like my. My morning. I mean, you're pretty a much always pretty big Pelicans fan. My oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But I don't like. Um. I I don't. I'll watch like the I'll watch like post game like highlights and stuff. But I don't like of uh, if, if I miss. If I miss something, I'm not gonna go out and find it. A lot of times what happens is I'll see it on on either Twitter or YouTube because I follow a lot of Pelicans accounts on Twitter and then YouTube. The algorithm knows what I want. So, yeah, um, but I don't yeah, like, I necessarily it, seek YouTube out a lot of that them. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I do. I love starting uh, my day with um, the. Uh, the um what's it locked on pels on the weekdays i just it's like one of those things i really like my morning uh morning routine which we actually kind of been talking yeah. about for i like locked on bucks too i like listening yeah. to it in the shower i don't even ever yes. feel like i need to finish an episode Same. i'll just like watch it for 20 minutes and then or watch it i'll listen to it for 20 minutes yeah uh, you know what I love on YouTube? Do you watch those NBA highlights, like the official highlight videos of a game where they're like 12 minutes long? Yeah, like full highlights. And, I do like that. Oh, I love those. Yeah. Yeah. I love those. Dude, the the um, I have this sports app that I've had for years and years. It's like Sportscaster. Do you... mm -hmm. Sportscaster? Okay. Yeah, it's a Yahoo sports app. Okay. I thought I think it used to be called either way Yahoo Sports yeah. app that I've, I've had for so long. They used to have every MLB game like within like two three hours after the game ended, they would have like a video that showed every single um, out, or it was every out, 
or every like hit like those two things so they'd be like 10 minutes long where it would just yeah. show a highlight of every single out every hit um any or in between there like like significant plays um and i i loved it it was awesome i would like watch it on my way to work on the train it's great but then they like stopped doing it that's because if i ever like missed a cubs game i could like just fully catch up and like what happened in like yeah 10 you, minutes. you can see everything that's pretty sweet and they they stopped doing it or they or it's somewhere else now or you don't know uh, one day they just, yeah, no, one day they just like didn't, they weren't doing them anymore. They only had like kind of like the three minute highlight video, mm-hmm. like just like a video that was basically just like showing you like the scoring plays. Yeah. So that is cool. Whoever um, at Yahoo uh, was doing yeah. it, they, they stopped. Whatever <laughs> Yahoo pulled the plug on that. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were at Yahoo. Bummer. Bummer, bummer. Yeah, man. I uh, yeah, I, I I watched Sean Payton's press conference just because it also kind of feels like um, <laughs> an important one for New Orleans, like um, you know him and uh, and Drew Brees are just such a like one. Of, obviously, the Super Bowl is huge, but the fact that they did it, you know their first season back in new Orleans post Katrina and like, it's, yeah, it's, it's very, um, and maybe this is a cliche, but it's a, it's very significant to the city beyond sports. It right. was more of a, a cathartic, like, all right, we're back. And I, of course, I wasn't here during that time. Um, but obviously no, but I have a lot it. more interest in it now that I am here. Yeah. <laughs> now that I am I mean, here and like, deal with hurricanes. That's like the the Yankees. Didn't the Yankees Mets Subway Series happen like right after? When was that? I might be making that up. Oh, it was 2000. Mm-hmm. Damn, so it was the year before. Okay, never mind. Oh, before. Uh, how are uh, we doing the, on uh, time? Because I know we, we talked can wrap about. It up, yeah. We talked about playing some Resident Evil, or I guess me playing some Resident Evil Village. I'm excited. I'll say that. After the, the pod yeah. is done right now. Yeah. So we can. We can wrap it up. Um, you've been listening to Matt and Andrew vs. Society. You can come watch the show on, uh, on twitch.tv slash bestfriends420. Um, we do uh, we do the show live usually Sunday nights eight central ish, um, and then you know we do a bon- <laughs> bonus browse afterwards. Um, sometimes we watch videos. Sometimes we comment on Matt playing Resident Evil wrong. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on your podcatcher app of choice. If you use Apple, rate, subscribe, and comment. If you use uh, if you don't, strongly recommend Overcast. Um, and there's so many you could use. Uh, but if you use Stitcher Radio, uh, man, I don't know. What happens if you use Stitcher Radio? I mean, uh, you eat shit and die. <laughs> You get killed. Uh, you get killed immediately by two goblins during a strike of 
yeah opportunity yeah you're you're doomed to um you know bad rolls bad rolls in D&D and if you listen to this show you're huge into D&D now so yeah this Perfect. is a D&D pod I yeah essentially became, uh forgot what we became I'm gonna start uh I'm gonna start a new website called roll 420 and it's gonna be plant friendly D&D <laughs> sessions <laughs> Uh, anyways, yeah, don't use Stitcher oh, Radio. Right. You'll you'll get bad rolls in D and D, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Wow, really amazing podcast, indeed. <laughs>